Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. I just first of all wanted to say hello. Hope everyone is doing good and hope everyone is bound to have a good weekend. I wanted to talk about something that I've mentioned before on this channel and I'm just going to mention it, mention it again because of how important it truly is. I just wanted to let everyone know who is listening that you're not alone if you're going through mental health issues or trauma and I just wanted to let you know that I understand how you feel because it can often feel quite lonely at times and rather frustrating because mental health doesn't have a structure and it can really put you at rock bottom when you least expect it. And also, not everyone might be understanding of what you're going through. So I just wanted to let you know that there are lots of coping mechanisms out there and lots of things that you can do to better yourself, no matter what level of depression, anxiety, or whatever you have you are feeling. So I just first wanted to talk about some of the realness of having a mental disorder and what what it can truly look like and what it can truly mean because some of the signs might, might not come as obviously, uh, they might not be obviously clear to people sometimes and I really think it's important to talk about it. So with having depression and anxiety, Especially, I, I talk about this because I would, I would truly know. Um, one of the things that will often happen with people who have depression is that they will either overeat, lose their appetite, oversleep, or not sleep. I just wanted to focus on those four things at the moment because there are a lot of other things I can talk about with depression. I think it would honestly take me a few hours on this podcast to really get into the nitty gritty of it, but let's just focus on those four things. One of the things that I really want to bring up is that if you see a friend and you've noticed that they lost weight, a lot of what what can be quite harmful, actually, and I, I know that people are just trying to be nice when they say this, is that, oh, it looks like you've lost weight, congratulations. And I'm not saying that that's not a good thing to say, because it often is a nice thing to hear that you've lost weight. Uh, I, I know for me it is. <laughs> but... When people lose weight, you you don't know why they're losing weight or how they're losing weight. And one of the things that I will do is if I've seen a friend that has lost weight, I'll ask them how they lost it. And I'll always start off with, hey, if you don't mind me asking, how'd you, how'd you lose weight? And I try to take it in a positive tone with my tonality, but I just don't want to assume that just because someone has lost weight that it equates to a good thing because you don't know what they're going through in their lives. They might have just lost somebody and they might not be eating or they might have depression and they might have a loss of appetite. Um, one of the things with, with my depression is that I, whenever I feel really depressed, I 
forget to eat a lot and it's not anything that's done on purpose it's just that you feel so sad to the point where a your stomach might feel full or you you just might forget to eat it's very possible and people might think oh my god how do you forget to eat well let me tell you it it's possible. I can't really explain the scientifics behind it, but when when you're feeling that sad about yourself, you really forget to focus on other things. And it can become quite easy to forget to focus on other things. And it be, with depression, it can become very easy to self-indulge in this self-sabotage. So next time you see a friend that has lost weight or looks like they are losing weight just don't automatically congratulate them ask them you know how'd you lose it and that honestly can save somebody because they might they might talk about it they might say oh i haven't been eating because i feel really sad and then that that can open up a conversation that actually might help somebody be able to talk about what they're going through instead of just having to suppress it by you saying Congrats, you lost weight. So that's something that I wanted to talk about. Another thing that I wanted to bring up is that people often with depression will either experience one of these two things. So sleeping a lot or not sleeping at all. Um, Sleeping a lot for a depressed person is quite normal because when you sleep, um, and you especially go into REM sleep, you, you, your mind is at rest, and it's like, it's like you're, I don't want to sound morbid by saying this, but when you sleep, it's like, it's kind of like metaphorically, like you're, you're not, you're not like living, and I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound insensitive about that, but it's one of the reasons why people with depression do sleep a lot. It's because when you're asleep, you don't think about your problems. You're in a deep sleep. You, you, you don't think about life. You get that break. And people with depression are often looking for that break constantly. Like, super, like, constantly. And it's important to recognize that sign because you don't want to sleep. You don't want to sleep too much. Instead, what you want to do is you just want to be honest with yourself. And also, it can be helpful to be honest with others. Now, I'm not saying that you have to share your depression with everybody in the entire world. But what I am saying is that it's important to talk to a professional or somebody that you can rely on for support about some of the issues that you're facing. And I think what, what's really helpful for me is to realize like some of the patterns that I might fall into. Like if I'm sleeping too much or too little, um, I'll talk about it with my counselor and try to understand why that is. Because um, people, with a men- people with mental illnesses often don't understand why they have it or why they do the things that they do. And they often get asked questions like that like why do you do this or why do you think you have this and a lot of the times they can't answer it because they just don't know and being able to figure that out with a professional or somebody that you can rely on for support can be really helpful like I 
I have come to the realization that sometimes I, I sleep for longer periods because I want to forget about what's going on in my daily life. It's, it's, a, it's a break. Um, it's, it's just a break with your mind and with yourself. And people with uh, depression don't want to, often don't want to be with themselves because they feel that sad, they feel that depressed, which often leads to suicide, which is what I also want to talk about in this episode as well. Now let's talk about the opposite. Um, so I mentioned loss of appetite, eating too much. Another side of depression is um, eating too much. And again, it kind of goes hand in hand. It, it does in a way, in a confusing way, go hand in hand with the concept of not eating at all. But it is, it is the opposite, eating too much. But it's the same type of coping mechanism, really. People will eat too much to take their mind off of something. They find that food is a comfort to them. They find that food might even be a distraction for them. They find that... Um, you know, if, if, if a lot of times um, people will people will often resort to what I call depression foods. So those foods often include fatty fatty foods, um, junk food, and those. What food actually does is that it sends dopamine to your brain. So overeating can actually be a way to seek out happiness. And I'm going to tell you, it doesn't work. It works temporarily, but it doesn't work in the long run because it's a vicious cycle. Like the more that you overeat unhealthy foods, the more, you know, you you gain weight and you fall into the cycle. And I'm not saying that gaining weight is a bad thing. I'm just saying that there are a lot of other things and resources that you can look to instead of having to overeat. And I know that it's really hard. It's easier said than done because eating is a comfort and that's what we look for when we feel sad we look for we look for validation and comfort and sometimes food can give us that validation and comfort now i also wanted to talk and i'm like and now the other thing i also wanted to talk about is not sleeping so insomnia and again it has a lot to do with has a lot to do with um, oversleeping in sort of the same sense. So often when people get beyond, I like to call this beyond the point of being depressed because a lot of times people think of depression as like crying and being sad when it's, it's so complicated, you guys. It's not always crying and being sad. It's, it can be being angry, being irrational, um, being isolated and feeling numb. And oftentimes when you get to the point of feeling numb and you're just past the feeling of crying, people don't sleep because they just don't find it as an, as a necessity. And it's kind of like, it kind of goes hand in hand with the same thing as not eating. Like you just, you, you forget to eat. You can also forget to sleep. Um, it's not good. Don't, don't forget to sleep because our brains do need that, that rest to get in order to be able to 
stabilize and energize for the next day. Um, often insomnia presents itself in, in many different ways. And people with different, there are different types of depression as well. Um, and I'm not a psychologist, but from what I do know is that insomnia can also stem from bipolar depression bipolar depressive disorder um often a lot of people will not feel numb but they'll feel manic and they won't feel that need to sleep because they have quote-unquote lots of energy from the mania and that's where people start making reckless decisions and it's part of the reason why people start making reckless decisions is because when you when your brain is not getting the rest that it needs you don't think straight because you really, in retrospect, don't have the energy and don't have, you, you, you don't have that restful sleep and your brain, uh, you can, many things can start to happen. You, um, that's where people start to engage in d- d- different dangerous activities. Um, you can start hallucinating if you don't sleep for days on end. You could start hearing things that aren't really there. Um, so that kind of leads into some of the other mental disorders, but right now I'm focusing on depression and anxiety. So anxiety, (laughs) oh, anxiety is, anxiety is a different, is, is a different ball game. It's, it's a, it's a ball of just chaotic energy is what I like to call it. Because anxiety can also present itself in different forms. And people will often people will often think that they don't have anxiety and they'll think that they have something else, but really it can be anxiety. And that's exactly what happened to me. Um, a lot of mental disorders are cousins of one another and it's, it's actually not uncommon if a mental disorder might disguise, disguise itself as, a, as another mental disorder because a lot of these mental disorders just like I said have so much in common so what anxiety and depression can do to you is they can make you forget things um but they play they play on each other and play um by themselves and within different factors so with anxiety you, you get nervous you get panicky you start to think these repeated thoughts over and over and over and over and over and over again to the point where you lose your train of thought and don't know exactly what you're thinking about. And all those, all those impulsive thoughts, which, um, relate to OCD as well, just go come into your mind and therefore you can experience memory loss. And it's the same thing with depression, except, you can get those thoughts over and over in your mind, but with depression, it, it presents itself as a form of worthlessness and not a form of like beep, 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 beep. Like it, depression is more like beep, 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 where anxiety is like beep, 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 constantly, constantly, constantly. Um, but depression is more of like, I'm worthless, I'm sad. I don't mean anything, and those thoughts will often repeat themselves in, in a slower in a slower way for me. 
Um, and if you have anxiety and depression mixed together, it, it can it, it can be quite overwhelming because you might have the thoughts of depression, but anxiety will come on and be like, oh my God, you're worthless. You're, you're not worth this. You're blah, blah, blah. And it'll start, your mind will start just going crazy. We'll start to go crazy. And the number one thing that I like to do when I have anxiety is to meditate and I also like to go outside as much as I possibly can because that just really helps me. Um, Let's also focus on the other things that present itself as depression and anxiety. So having a messy room might present itself as depression and there are different uh, there are different types of messy rooms which you wouldn't really think of that because you kind of think of as like as like a messy room as just like clutter so with different patterns of messiness um depression can actually show itself in those specific patterns like if you if you leave clothes on the floor, you might seem careless. If you have like a mix of everything on the floor, you just might seem like you you don't care anymore. And there's a difference between being careless and not caring. Um, and it's kind of hard for me to explain because, like in my room, you can see the floor, but I've got books on the floor. I've got like some trash on top of my desk and for me that that shows that depression really has presented itself in my bedroom because oftentimes what I'll do in my room is I cry when I whenever I feel depressed like I'll go upstairs and I'll cry but with anxiety I am able to I'm able to really have anxiety but I can be downstairs and more upfront with it because anxiety for me like it can present itself as as in like a crying nature but often for me it's just more of like this panicky feeling but with depression if it gets to be that bad I will start to cry and that's where I go um just disappear in my room and often my room gets messy because of that depressive feeling of I really don't think to clean this up and then before you know it things start to pile up. Does that make any sense? <laughs> I don't think it does, but I, I, I try to make sense out, out of that. I'm not going to go into detail about what my room looks like because I really feel embarrassed about it. And I think tomorrow I'm going to clean it. Um, here are some things that I wanted to point out and what and like which ways that you can get help. So don't be afraid to talk to your friends. Um, don't be afraid to say, hey, like, I, I need help and I want to talk about it. Because some friends will be there to listen while others may not. And for the people that aren't there to listen, um, I wouldn't say disregard them as your friends. It's just that some people are going through different phases of their lives 
And not everybody actually knows how to be a good listener, but that does not necessarily mean that they don't know how to be a good friend. And that's something that I've had to teach myself is because I've often associated like my good friends as being good listeners, but there are different types of good friends that are out there. So maybe you want to reach out to your friends that are good listeners or your friends that give really good advice. Those people are important to have in your life, as well as the friends that are kind of chaotic and crazy and make you and make you be you know be yourself like we all have that one friend that um just says stupid shit and doesn't really have a filter those are those are great friends too but i would often say like talk to your friends who will be there to listen talk to your friends who will be there to give you good and helpful advice that is super important because the friends that are there to um to make you laugh they're really good too, but sometimes you just need to have that friend that will say, hey, this is what we should do going forward, or hey, I'm I'm here for you. I'm here to listen to you and to listen to exactly what you have to say. So really like pick out, like make a list of like the different types of friends that you have because you can go to each friend group category for, for different things and that will be really helpful for you going forward in the future. And now, um, I would also recommend looking at different types of therapy. So therapy is not just one thing. It's, it's really not. There's, there's different types of therapy that are, that are out there. There's talk therapy, there's cognitive behavioral therapy, there's psychotherapy, there's different types of therapies that I probably have never even heard of before, but in order to search for the right therapy for you, you really have to do your research. And I know that might be hard, so you might you might want to sit down with a family member or one of those friends that, that's a good listener or gives good advice and talk about it with them and make an action plan to go forward about which type of therapy you need to seek. Because for some people with like mild depression, they just might need a counselor that is there to listen or talk to. And there are counselors that are like that. Or some people with major depressive disorder might need a counselor that will help them set, set boundaries and set goals. And that's really important too. Or there, there are some people that need counselors that need to make you go back in your past and figure out how to cope with the past in order to move on in with with the future and those counselors are important too and you have to think of it this way counselors are also people and counselors are not are not psychics they can't read your mind unless you tell them specifically what's going on so if you're talking to a counselor and you don't think it's working for you, there's no harm in saying, hey, I really appreciate what you've tried to have done for me, um, but this isn't working for me, and this is this is the route that I want to go down, because I had to do that um, yesterday when I was speaking to a counselor. I, I told them, I said, hey, like my counselor right now will just often ask me how my day is, but I really need somebody to actually help me commit to specific plans in order to help me get better as a human being and don't don't feel afraid to ask for that 
like really because the counselors are there to help you and if if it's not working for you they're not going to mind because these people have gone to school to study the human brain to study characteristics like they've they've gone to school because they want to help you like i know like some people think like counselors are there because they get paid yes they do get paid because it's their it is their job but more importantly they are there and they chose that profession because they genuinely want to help people and that is what is super great about counselors it's it that is just what's super great i i used to think like counselors are only there to get paid hence why i see one but then last year i had to think okay these people actually took some <laughs> took some time like took uh, most of them took about eight to ten years of schooling to be where they are today so that that has to mean something and they do care and they do care and just because they they get paid they're not getting paid they're not really getting paid to care they're getting paid to help you get better and people people do have to get paid to make a living in this life so don't think about it that way like don't think about a counselor as someone who just sits there to get paid just think about it as like somebody who sits there and actively and proactively listens to you in order to help you get to where you need to be but they do get paid because they have to make a living as well so think about it that way Anywho, I think we're going on about 25 minutes of this podcast, which, oh my God, we are. Oh my God, I was so worried about that because my phone was, my phone lock screen was turned off and I I was thinking like, oh, we're close to 25 minutes, right? And I was like, oh, it's 25 minutes and 33 seconds. Okay, guys, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in again. And I want to talk more about mental wellness and mental health because I know it's important and if this talk can at least help uh, can at least help one person to reach out to get help that is all that matters I want to help people and I am I am your friend so if you have any questions or want to reach out and talk to me I will be happy to both listen and try to give good advice so I hope you all hang in there and do your best and just be true to yourself.